0: All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to episode two. Oh fuck, episode three. (laughs) You see, I'm already fucking up. I'm already fucking up. We're back. We're back. Episode three. Episode three of the Boston Bro Show. I'm Check. I'm Jeremy. It's glad to. We're glad to have you guys back. Um, We're back along with the rest of the country. Apparently, because Uh, they're like fuck. This whole coronavirus shit, <laughs> we're getting back to work. Florida, Georgia, stand up. Yeah, for real, like Wildin. Yeah, they want. They're tired of staying at home. I guess they need their haircuts. Mm. You know, they mm. need to get their nails done. Gotta hit those beaches. You know, is, they gotta be. Yeah, exactly. All of that shit. So it's like, um, <laughs> it's it's really ridiculous. Like I don't, I don't, I'm speechless. I'm speechless because it's like we. This isn't. The, like, we know coming from mass, it's like that type of shit just wouldn't happen up Absolutely here. So it's not. like, I don't know what to say. I don't know, like, how to respond to it, honestly, outside of like, well, this is what you voted for, you and know? And the South
1: shall rise again <laughs> in all of his glory. <laughs> Listen, uh, th- this whole situation, from my point of view, is just all of this right now at this point is a testament to the difference in mentality in this country Specifically, when you break it down amongst the Democratic political mindset versus the Republican political mindset, the priorities of the past versus the priorities today and how those past priorities are ringing true now, for example. Yep, when times of crisis. Yeah, when you're living in a Democratic state like Massachusetts, we've prepared for these type of things. At least from the perspective of, hey, you know what? If we're, we have a bunch of people that might need to go on unemployment at once, let's make sure our infrastructure to process all this is correct. Infrastructure? Infrastructure, man. Fuck all that, man. Infrastructure if you're paying these taxes, right? No, 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 no,
0: no man. Fuck all that infrastructure <laughs> shit. Like, no, forget, like, having, you know, a fund for when things are for, for when things go bad. Fuck. You um, mean like a rainy day fund? No. You're wildin'. Listen. You're wildin'. We need... Listen, if that if that happens, the private companies will save us. Exactly, check. Exactly, you know what I mean. Let the free market reign. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm. Sp-
1: <laughs> you reap what I, you sow. Listen, I mean, man, let's let's listen, Florida, may be, you know God's waiting room, but I don't think the Lord is looking down, saying, "Hey, we gotta get the economy rolling again." Yeah, yeah. You know, we gotta get these checks. You know, I don't think I don't think the Lord is, is, is that's what he's looking for right now. But you know, who knows? What do I know? Yeah. What do I know? Right?
0: But yeah, you had the you had the um you had like the breakdown. Right. Yes. Um uh yeah, well, right so now, so so we know like what exactly is actually going on right now in the yeah. reopening of these states. Mm-hmm.
1: So uh, specifically right now, uh Florida and Georgia are both gonna be reopening reopening their economies uh, as of April thirtieth. Uh, yes, as of April 30th, so at the Jesus end of this month, Christ. they'll be opening back up completely. Uh, they've already taken steps to reopen slowly, like in uh, Georgia particularly, they're allowing like hair salons to open up, they're allowing restaurants to open up. Down in Florida, uh, the governor down there is allowing beaches to open back up. They shut them down for like maybe two or three days, I guess. Uh, so the beaches are opening back up so everybody could hoard together exactly. once again. You know, uh, shout out to all those spring breakers who had their trip ruined a few weeks ago. Yeah. You guys get back out there to the beaches.
0: Yeah. Trying to make it up.
1: And and if you love grandma or granddad and they're in a nursing home in Florida right now, you know, call them and wish them best and good luck. Yeah. Because that Rona is coming. Yeah. It's, this. And and for me, the, the most disappointing part of all this is, and particularly when I watch the Republican governors speaking about this in general, but more specifically, the Republican governor out of Florida who, correct me if I'm wrong, interweb, I believe his name is Robert DeSantis, mm-hmm. the current uh, Republican so. governor of, of Florida. And when I watch him speak about this, it, it just, it's so, it's so just business oriented. Yeah. You know, so like, we got to get back to business, business, business. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, what type of business is going to be taking place when everybody's sick and yeah. dying? No. Nah. I mean, what what's, what's the push? Like, people from from up north aren't going to be hopping on planes anytime soon to go down to Florida and hit the beaches. No. You know? I, no. I, I, now, I definitely understand, hey, if you're in Florida, you might be going a little stir crazy because they shut you down for, you know, two or three go.
0: I don't want to hear none of that shit about them going <laughs> stir crazy. They got fucking beautiful weather, mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. shit. It snowed in Boston yes. last
1: week. Yes, it did.
0: It yes, snowed. It did. We couldn't go somewhere if we fucking wanted to. Fuck all that. Excuse me. Excuse my language. <laughs> but forget all of that. Stir crazy shit.
1: <laughs> nah, I man, you gotta understand though. Be people need to get out there hunting. Yeah, they gotta. Get... You know, I mean, out in Atlanta, they gotta go, 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 catch a lick at the strip club. You There's know, nothing you know to do out there. there. You know how I do? I gotta go out there and do the pool palace. You know Darn. People are missing out, man. People are missing out.
0: And as you've seen, I've like even even outside of that, even outside of there, like I'm seeing videos of of people like throwing parties and shit. Facts. In Max. in Chicago, I see, in even in, Bo- even, in Boston, even in Boston. There was a party that resulted in a shooting. Mm, I, ho- I hope that whoever was, you know, the victim of the shooting, I hope they're all right. Um but like,
1: like, come on, man. People have no chill, bro. What this, are you doing outside, listen, man? Listen. Chucky, obviously you don't you don't respect American freedom. You're right. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't tread on me. Don't tread on me. I have the right to go out there and get sick and die if I choose to go out there and get sick and fucking die.
0: It's some bullshit, man. It's some bullshit. It's like... Because I'm trying to think to myself, like, right, if I was 20 years old, 21 years old, would I be able to chill? Like, would I be able to stay inside? I think I would. You definitely would. I think I would because I understood and I understand how this is serious. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But... You know, I mean, what can I say? What can I say? You I'm always gonna be, no matter what. I'm always gonna be in shock of people's <laughs> behaviors, um, when when times are tough, and 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 all this is done is it just shown me? it's shown, it hasn't taught me anything new. Mm-hmm. It's just this is like the true practice. Like we've like we've we've had. Um, like little things, you know, everyone has like those kind of thoughts, like what would happen if this country was like, if the world was really in danger and how would we react and, and all these things. And and safe to say like overall, I'm still very, I'm not disappointed in everyone. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the world reacted as, not as best as it could, but it did react. It didn't just fucking brush this thing off. But in these little small pockets, and these little small pockets is always going to be idiots. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't think that the idiots would be on such a grand scale.
1: Ha! You did it? Really? No,
0: like, I thought oh. that, not, not that I didn't think it would happen. Huh. It's just that, like, I didn't think that we'd really sit up here and be having to, like, to see states having to, in this scenario, like, such such bad management from a federal level that, like, we have states creating coalitions together, and mm-hmm. uh, you uh, know to to stay closed yeah. because we're close yeah. to each other. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. You, you know the Massachusetts, New Yorks, New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut, yeah. like those st- states that ber- ber- like border each. It's like we're creating new colonies.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know
0: that's exactly. what it, I didn't expect. That's what I didn't like. I was like, because I thought if like you know you asked me this. Of course, under the Obama administration, you asked me some, some something like this would happen. There will be federal regulations that would drop down. There would be no Fact. we're gonna leave. Of Fact. course, we know that the states are the Shout one- out to
1: Barry. We miss you.
0: Yeah, shout out to Barry again. Um
1: we miss you so bad, bro. Yeah,
0: yeah. I knew that I knew that there would be um Yeah, under Barry, I I thought that um, yeah, I know that the states at the end of the day have the power. The federal government does not have the power to tell you to open your state or close your state. Yeah. They don't. But when you have true, when you have politicians and how politicians are supposed to work, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, um, how do they say, whip up the votes. You have to yep. whip up. The, the support. Mm-hmm. And if you have a president, and that's the main thing about having a, a great president is that mm-hmm. even if we're at odds, we know that there's baseline things yes. that we all can agree on. Exactly. Exactly. And we think that if it was Barry... He, as much as the Republicans hate him and mm-hmm. want to like try and flip this on him and blame him for yeah. it, whatever, Barry would come to the table and be like, "Yo, I know y'all are gonna be mad or whatever, but this is what we're gonna do for each and every one of y'all yep. states. Fact. So you all, so we Fact. all can be on the same page Fact. instead of having this orange, um, out there, like dividing the states yeah. out yeah. there, and then his, and then his, and then his punk ass want to go
1: out of name during tweets and everything like that.
0: Exactly, it's crazy. Twitter fingers and all that Twitter shit, and, for real, and, for then, real. <laughs> and then he he goes out and tries to tell them like oh yeah go ahead and open up but at the same time when um the the um georgia's governor yeah. opens up he yeah. renigs on yeah, it and course. he pulls
1: back like a little bitch yeah yeah because you know you got to understand uh uh donald's strategy okay he he's all about pleasing the crowd well, while at the same time shunning all type of responsibility for what the crowd does, you know. So he'll say things to incite people. He'll, he'll say say, thing to, to say things to try to coach people, to goad people into certain w- directions, while at the same time claiming absolutely no responsibility. Like, for example, yeah. with the whole, hey, I don't know, maybe you could uh, bleach out the virus. Oh, my sanitize fucking God. Or the, the, the virus. Oh, I was just being sarcastic. I just want to see what people would do. Like, fam, and this... And this message right here is directly for all the Trump voters out there. I don't mean to come at you. I mean no disrespect. No, fuck that. But in all honesty, <laughs> in all honesty, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to come to the table here, right, so we can mm-hmm. have a real conversation about this. Do you feel that your president is handling this current crisis in a professional manner? And I'm saying if you like his decisions or don't like his decisions. What I'm saying is Question. when you see him making comments like that, holding these pressers, right, is he conducting himself like a professional? Meaning this, if this man wanted to walk into your home and, to, and do business with you and your family, would you feel comfortable with the way that he talks, the way that he walks, the way he addresses, the way that he jokes about things that shouldn't to be joking they about? They
0: absolutely wouldn't because these are, these are southern Midwest states. This dude is a, a Yankee. Yankee. He's a Yankee. Yorker, a Queens Yankee. Yes. And he's yes. convinced y'all that he's your your hero. I, I, th- when he wouldn't get he wouldn't. The only southern state he ever spends any time is in is in Florida. Fact. In his Fat. own property. You think he's Fat. gonna spend some time in Alabama, in Mississippi, in, in Wisconsin?
1: Absolutely not. Fuck no. Come on, man. Those flyover states they fly by for a reason. Are you nuts? He never gave a shit about y'all. Mm. And he never will. Mm. It's So, with, with that question, I mean, really just ask yourself that question. I mean, I think the biggest telltale sign, that's why I'm not surprised by his behavior at all when it comes to this, is we got a sample of it with what happened in Puerto Rico. Yep. His reaction to that. And all I kept thinking was, when I'm going online and I'm seeing people laughing about it, specifically his supporters, like, yeah, look at him tossing the paper towels at those people, etc. <laughs> so I'm like, fam, what do you think is going to happen when something like that happens here? In your state. Someone who shows that love, that lack of empathy, that lack of sincerity, that lack of caring about your fellow human being. Those people in Puerto Rico, whether whether they're a part of the United States or not, they're human beings. Yeah. And the way he conducted himself with that, the disrespect he showed their politicians trying to clown them on Twitter, calling them out their names, et cetera, et cetera. Did did you not think he would do the same thing if something was, was to happen in the homeland? Come on, stateside! Come on. So none of this. in terms if you of his didn't surprises me, surprises me at all. Yeah. This is Donald Trump we're talking yeah, about. Yeah. If you that. didn't vote for not. me, it's fuck you. And even if Straight you did, up. and even if you did vote for me, you're a sucker. Yeah. Look him up. Look up Donald Trump online when he talks about back in the day what would he would what what how he would run his campaign and whether or not he will run as a Democrat or a Republican. His words, not mine, and I'm not going to quote them but essentially were, I would vote as a I would. I would um, be a Republican candidate because the Republican voters are stupid. They're dumb. Mm-hmm. That's the New York Yankee, Donald Trump speaking. Yeah, and the approach that he's taken when you see the way he holds his campaign rallies, the 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 the, the goading, the, the 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 coaching, the the placating, the the pander 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 he likes to yeah. do. I mean that's all it is. He's he's, he's again he's gonna keep throwing out tests, saying certain words. Wait for the cheer. Wait for the applause. Oh, you guys like that, huh? You mm-hmm. like that? I oh, you like fight. it when I call them animals. Yeah. You like it when I say lock her up.
0: Lock her up, shithole countries, you like when I say fake that? news.
1: That's why I know what to give you guys. I'm going to keep give you guys that then.
0: But, you, the, know? you know, at the end of the day, it's like, what Trump supporters are watching this podcast? And it's like, and, and on top of that, if you... There's literally nothing you can say to a Trump supporter at this point. What, like, in mm. three years, three and a half years... We they've given you example after, example after example after example after example after example to show how shitty of a human being this dude is. Mm-hmm. How shitty of a human being, how bad of a businessman he is, how disagreeable he is, how arrogant he is, how all these things and they still support him. Yeah. So that's what can I loyal to that's loyal like that's what could we loyalty. what could, what could we say at this point? <sighs> you know, Pray it's it's up. over. It's like and the the thing that gets me is like I'm not it's Donald Trump is going to be Donald Trump, mm-hmm. but DeSantis and I don't know who the who the who the I forgot who the governor of Florida is. Mm-hmm. Um, just picture some white guy. Uh, you know what I mean? Like you don't you need don't
1: to. Have to stretch your imagination. Yeah, exactly if you're, if you're
0: for that. Like. Um, it's like this is your opportunity because if. You don't see the way that this is going. Mm-hmm. You don't see the direction that this country this that this country's going in. You need to disassociate yourself with him as much as you can. Mm-hmm. He cannot save you. Mm-hmm. And he will not save you. Mm-hmm. On top of that. You have to understand that. Mm-hmm. But they're sitting here like, oh well, Donald said, I mean, he supports me. Well, that's what's your that's the ground you want to be on right now? Because at the end of the day, even if you went against what he said, you're no matter what, you're not in his crew. You're always gonna be an enemy to him. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. never have to placate him. Because mm-hmm. you're always gonna be an enemy. You might as well do what the fuck you want to do. And what do these do? And that's I mean, what do you have to lose? Your governorship? power, <sighs> The power. The power. <laughs> the power. Like what Ooh. the fuck is gonna happen? Listen, man, you are that, one-term governor. You still are probably a millionaire. You're still, but that's, that's, that's that greed. That's that white greed. greed.
1: That's that greed, man. For for the we we we've talked about this in the past amongst ourselves in private about what motivates someone to even seek out that level of power. Yeah. Right? That's all they want. Yeah. Like they could be a billionaire. They could have yachts. They could have whatever else they want. But if they don't have that power. Yeah. And particularly, the power to dictate how other people yes, live their lives. their lives. Yeah, because that's Nothing the only thing. Matters. That's the only thing sweeter than money. Nothing else matters. The only thing sweeter than money. <laughs> you think? You think? You think Nancy Pelosi has been a career politician from being a, a a state representative in California all the way to a federal federal congresswoman now? You know because she likes people. No, she likes power. Now. She may like to have that power so she can help people, but don't get it twisted. She's no different from any Republican out there. Yeah. It's the power they seek out first Yeah, for their own reasons. And Lord willing, those reasons are abnormal reasons. They're, they're righteous reasons. Yeah. You know? No, I want this power so I can bring positive change yeah. to people, to the masses. That's Hopefully, that, that's the reason. But un- unfortunately, from my point of view... I want to say more often than not, but often often enough, it's just for the sake of having the power, period. Yeah. And be able to to just be able to have it and do with it as you please. As you please. shout to feel. But you know- Shout out but, to Spain.
0: But yeah, shout out to Bain. Shout out, I mean, millennials. Hmm. This is the time. You know what I mean? Like, yes, it is. Florida, yes it Georgia. Is. It's about to be a mess. It's about time to- You know what I mean? If you had any money- you wanted to buy that home, buy some land, buy a couple acres. Georgia's looking pretty good right now, because the way they that the government, yeah, <laughs> the way that government is set up, you know what I mean? Like it's built to collapse. Yeah, it's built
1: to one hundred percent collapse. I mean, I mean th- this goes this 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 also goes into what what um uh the majority leader Mitch McConnell. Well, what yeah. you're saying as well about how, you know, maybe we should uh, let the states go bankrupt. bankrupt. Really? Oh,
0: you're. St- That's what we're doing. What states what what states in particular Listen, are you talking about, Mitch? I,
1: I, I want I want people to really hone in on on that comment right here. OK, yeah. you have a senator stating that he felt I'm, I'm not sure if he's a senator or a congressman, uh, Mitch McConnell, either way. He's, he's the majority leader of, of, of the Republican Party in the House or the Senate. Not positive, right? Very, very powerful individual. Okay. He basically just stated he feels comfortable with states going bankrupt. So that means he feels comfortable with essentially the US dollar collapsing. Mm-hmm. He feels comfortable with your property values collapsing. Yep. He feels comfortable. With your employers' companies collapsing, therefore he feels comfortable with you, the American citizen, collapsing. But but who but who but who isn't he comfortable with
0: collapsing? Himself, the banks, mm. fat, the fucking all fat. types of markets that they that they're all willing to bail out. Well, the first people they took care of. But you know, at mm. the end of the day, you know what? At the end of the day, when he says things like that, and you ask yourself. What states is he talking about that he's mm. that he's willing to let collapse? Mm. It's not Massachusetts. We Gucci out here. We're fine. We're gonna make it. Massachusetts, New York. We it's funny, it's funny. It. <laughs> it's funny that the states that the states that need, need the most help that will collapse mm-hmm. are the motherfuckers that are so gung-ho willing to uh, like absolve these these stay-at-home orders. They're so willing to they're the t- they're the they are the states that takes the most federal funding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These Republican red states that take the most federal funding. And then they took their nose at states like Massachusetts, New York, California, who take the least. The least. While contributing the most. While contributing the most. Yep. And they're the ones talking about and, these handouts. Everybody's looking yep. for handouts. Yep. And when we
1: socialism. And when well, we say they 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 take this funding specifically, we're talking about people who are on, you know, Section 8. People who refuse who, who, who receive uh, uh food stamps. You know, we're talking about the, the type of help that truly helps an individual survive. You know, the the these are the states that 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 reach reach with their hands out asking for asking for the most money. You know, New York contributes well over a hundred billion dollars. Well over a hundred billion dollars to federal federal subsidy programs. They take the least. A state like Kentucky contributes maybe anywhere in the ballpark of of, of five to fifteen billion dollars to that same pot, and they take the most. You know, these are the states states that will be affected the most. These are the states that will collapse.
0: Just like that just like that but you know like um but you but also we were discussing like that um you told me about earlier about the doctor right yeah because yes, it's yes. like we talk about these states opening and reopening and all the people that they're putting at risk and right. how the and shout out to of course all everyone on the front lines all the doctors and nurses and and, and essential workers that right. um aren't getting paid any hazard pay or anything like that for doing right. their for doing their job like providing us us food and and all the things that they provide. Shout out to y'all number 1, but like um like um Jeremy mentioned to me earlier about like the story of this doctor, a doctor in Florida.
1: Uh no, no, actually what? a doctor out of uh, New York. New York. Uh, New York. Dr. Lorna Breen. Uh, an ER doctor out of uh, out of New York. Uh, she passed away uh, this week. Um, It's my understanding from the article I read in the uh, Boston Globe, um, this is per her father, who's also a a doctor, she actually uh, committed suicide. And from what I read in the article, she had been diagnosed with uh, COVID-19, so was self-quarantining for about 10 days, uh, went back to work, and then her job asked her to uh, leave. You know, they felt that she wasn't ready yet to be back on the floor, and to the point where her fa- and she didn't want to leave. You know, like most medical professionals, we, we have this thing where we actually do think we're superheroes and we can survive anything, and mm. we forget that we're actually still human beings and we need time to rest—not just our bodies, but perhaps more importantly, our minds. Mm-hmm. And uh, her family actually stepped in and took her out of New York and brought brought her down south to Virginia, to their home down there where where her father reports that she ended up committing suicide and the aspect of that, of that story. And I don't know anything about this woman. I don't know anything about the hospital she worked at. I'm just speaking from understanding the medical profession, um, understanding what we go through as a uh, first responders and healthcare professionals, the mental, the mental anguish that we go through. I'm speaking to nurses, doctors, and, and, uh, other medical staff that that are friends of mine, about what they're seeing in the hospitals right now, it, one word, trauma, just trauma, you know, we're, we can only see so many people die in front of us. We can only see so many people get sick. We can only see these things so often combined with, we're coming to terms with the reality that there's nothing I can do to help this person. Yeah. Um, I can't even make this person comfortable right now. All I can do is watch them die this horrible death and document on it and write a report on it. And that's very, very traumatizing. And for someone Alone.
0: Like, <laughs> like they can't their family's alone. not around. Their family can't see them. They're you know, yep. all of yep. like really put yourself in their position mm-hmm. of constantly, constantly seeing this. And then what what is gonna be the plan for them outside of this? When all this plan. is over, they're just supposed to go back to work, business as usual, like like no type of um um, counseling Counseling
1: Therapy None of that shit nah, just, we're superheroes uh, Yeah to. We're superheroes And yeah. that's, that's one thing I also want to touch base Jesus on as well It's Christ like, like we gotta I, I appreciate this narrative Out there that the media Is trying to push You know these nurses And doctors And heroes. cops and, and 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 EMTs First responders They're all heroes 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 I appreciate the sentiment But what ends up Getting lost in that Is people actually Start to believe it And they think that We are not hurting As well you know, they think that we're fine, and this stuff rolls off of off of our back. It really, really doesn't. You know, I, I, online, I've seen a lot of medical professionals take to Twitter and Instagram and, and Facebook and all these other platforms to post videos of them, raw videos of how they feel coming out of a shift. Yeah. And one thing I want to let you guys know is that feeling may be may may, may be stronger and 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 more powerful today considering the circumstances, but that feeling is with us consistently. You know, Lord knows how many patients I've seen pass away. Lord knows how many patients my nursing instructors saw pass away before they got to class and and would educate us about nursing and, and, and everything we have to learn to prepare ourselves to be out there in the field. You know, these things hurt. And when people when the media is out there calling us heroes, people associate heroes with being, you know, painless, invincible, invincible. And that is not the case. So to all my first responders out there, the, the nurses, the cops, the doctors, the EMTs, um, even the secretaries, you know, who, who are there right there next to us, seeing what's going on. Please, please, please. You mm-hmm. have got to find a way to decompress from all this i know uh, a lot of nerds a lot of people are pulling double and triple shifts yeah, right but, now yeah. and it is just not healthy and you every god it takes some time to take away you're only human you're only a human being
0: yeah because if you're not if if your if your family hasn't been directly directly touched by COVID-19 mm-hmm. which a lot I like of every all of my friends mm-hmm. there's someone in their family that yeah. that's that's um that's positive mm-hmm. if if they aren't positive on on that if you haven't been affected that way living in mass you've been affected the other way mm-hmm. partners Partners, which is like Mass General, um, Brigham and Women's, like mm-hmm. all these these hospital systems, mm-hmm. is the Partners is the biggest employer in Massachusetts. Yep. The biggest employer. Yep. If you live in Mass, one someone in your family works for Partners. Mm-hmm. Either they're a doctor, they're a nurse, or a they janitor, were, a janitor, um, secretary. A secretary. Every, everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone has has people working in these hospitals. If not one, m- more than one. Yeah. Like in this family, how many nurses do we have in this in this damn family? You know, how about, like how about within a ten mile radius. Yeah, like you, you'd, uh, you know, what's nuts? You'd probably be better off in in our family directly. You'd be better off finding someone that doesn't work in the healthcare field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a shorter list. Much shorter. So list. it's like it's really it it touches us in in so many different ways. So it's like like Jeremy said. Please. If you can, take time to decompress. Mm -hmm. If you feel like you're overwhelmed, step step away. Step away. You're still amazing. Mm -hmm. You're still a hero, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, you have to take care of yourself. If you can't, it's like when you know
1: what I mean. Even Superman had the Fortress of Solitude.
0: Yeah, exactly. Batman had his Leia and his millions, his billions, bags. excuse me. Hey, don't you billions. ever
1: disrespect Bruce. Billions. Ever you know what I mean? Respect the bag.
0: You know what I mean? He's like fucking <laughs> caressing him at night, money bags and shit. Um, all of that, you know? And it's like, so please take care. And I know how women, and it's, and it's mostly women at the end yes, of the day, it is. right? it is. And we know, it is. and that's another thing. It's like, you, you, it's it's like that multiplier too. It's like, mm-hmm. it's women out there. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it a bean. Women are tougher than us. Absolutely, they're tougher than us. I
1: would never say like, they
0: weren't. You know what I mean? Like, and and also they they and make sure uh, you delete that. All right? all right. Yeah. I mean, I put a <laughs> I flagged it. Um, um, they're tougher <laughs> than us, man. And it's like we. We we do that shit too, like the narrative, that multiplier narrative of women and how much they can take and this, that, and the third. Yes. And it's like we're yes. so used to like men being soldiers on the field and women being soldiers in the hospital. Yeah. And especially yeah. these nurse, especially the nurses. Yeah. You know, and and then on top of that, like we have um all of those materials that are be that won't be handled by the doctors or the nurse that fall on on the const- the custodial people of the yes. hospitals. Yes. Those people that need those they don't get the, they don't have the nurses or the doctor's salary, yeah. but they're the ones that are going to handle all of those materials that yes. that are you know what I mean. Do yep. they get the same oh, mask, yep. gloves, all those things, straight mm-hmm. gown, mm-hmm. shield that that the doctors and nurses get? Mm-hmm. No, they don't. You know, those go first priority to the to the doctors and nurses. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm talking about them too. All the mothers, like we gotta take care of each other, and and and, and we know it's a lot of black people. Yeah, black people are getting effect, number, one. number one, number one, um, affected by this. And then on top of that, they're the they're the ones um that have to work. Come home to their families. All this, you know, like um, think of that person that 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 mother that is a custo- a, a custodian at at Mass General or, or Children's or Brigham's or, or any one of these hospitals. She still has to work the same hours she was working yep. before. Yep. Now we're paid. Now her 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 job is much more dangerous, and she still has children to come home to. Yes. She got to cook for them. She got to mm-hmm. like all of these things, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we gotta protect our women, man. We gotta like
1: like. I'm sure our President will help us protect that one. Yeah, you're right. You know, I'm sure Donnie's right on it. He'll grab him. He's going grab him right by the pussy. <laughs> Jesus, I got Christ. you. I got you. Oh man, um, his words, not mine. Just saying.
0: All right. So Patriots. enough. Uh, no, yeah, enough. Enough about some COVID and all that other shit. That shit's... I mean, it's in the. New, it's what we have to do, right? Um, but let's. What? What? Uh, the other thing that happened over the weekend was the NFL draft. Um... A Which, glorious event. A glorious event where... The holiest of days. You know what I mean? Where, um, where hope is hope is restored. <laughs> or fucking dashed. In the, in the case of fucking Aaron Rodgers and shit.
1: And, Yo, he, uh, yeah. Shout out to AR, man. You deserve better. You deserve no, fuck better. that
0: nigga. You deserve better. No. No, he don't deserve better. He don't deserve better. I don't feel... I, I don't know. I have a heart... I have a hard time feeling bad for Aaron Rodgers only because I know I saw the numbers. Yeah. He only had one first round draft pick. They don't pick first round. But at the end of the day, they've been competitive for all these years because they've been drafting all all around them. And it's like if, yeah, and they like, do
1: a good job of bringing people in through free agency as well.
0: Right. Ex- draft isn't the only way to build a team. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like y'all told me that Aaron Rodgers is so great. And he, you know, I mean, this is what y'all wanted, right? He's all about fucking cheesehead nation and all that other shit and <laughs> saving money, even though you know what I mean and all these other, you know. So
1: shout out to Steve you. Fong.
0: You reap what you sow, and y'all knew and y'all knew this years ago. It's 2020. He got drafted in 2005. This is 15 years of this shit. So don't tell me now, after all this time, it's it's not okay for them to draft another quarterback. They need another quarterback. Like he's thirty six years old. He's older than Brett Favre was when when Aaron Rodgers was drafted. Right. you know, mm-hmm. and that's something mm-hmm. that that threw me for a loop. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but nevertheless, we're a Boston podcast, and we want to fucking talk about the Patriots.
1: Yes, we want talk- to talk. Bill, great job, Bill. We love you <laughs> always. Do
0: we? No, like, <laughs> um, no yeah. We want to talk about Bill. We want to talk about this fucking about the draft pick
1: oh the the controversy yeah 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 let's 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 talk about the draft pick yeah interesting interesting so we drafted a kicker yeah we drafted a kicker shout out to because
0: we cut um steven gostowski shout out to the goat shout out to the goat GOAT. you know what i mean we knew it was coming Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like so shout out to him thank you steven 3 super bowls later thank mm-hmm. you but we needed to draft another kicker we needed you know the, the we had some bums last year we was signing like dudes off the, of
1: bombs out yeah,
0: we was signing dudes off the street to come mm. fucking kick for us mm. and fucking kicking 40% from the field and shit it was terrible but that was the least of our worries with that team last year yeah. offense you know offensively mm-hmm. but we needed to draft a kicker so we drafted what's what's his name?
1: Uh, his name is Justin Rowser. Rowser, yes, we drafted him in the fifth round with mm-hmm. pick number one fifty nine. And interesting story about the gentleman here. He yeah. he has a tattoo. Yeah, on his forearm.
0: his left forearm. On his left
1: forearm, it's a three a three percent nation. Tattoo, I believe, is the name of the organization. Mm-hmm. And for those of you, just a quick uh, overview of what the three percenters are. They're essentially a group of Americans who go off of this idea that, hey, you know, during the American Revolution, only it was only three percent of the population that was actually fighting. And you yeah. never know. The next time America needs another yeah. revolution, it's only going to take. It's only going to need three three percent of us to get yeah. the job done. Yeah, I don't know why i speak speaking that accent, but you guys know why i speak speaking that accent.
0: Yeah, I mean, because you got to. When it's ignorant, you got to sound it. No, I'm fucking. <laughs> with you. I mean, not everyone that speaks with a southern accent is ignorant, but. A lot of them are.
1: You sound like such a New England liberal elite. My goodness, that's literally
0: what this podcast is. <laughs> if hold on, hold on, let's get this clear. If this, if you are mistaken that this wasn't a northeastern biased, elitist conversation weekly, I apologize. But
1: so sorry, so sorry. So
0: yeah, sorry. for real. Like I, I apologize because that's exactly what
1: this shit is. Right. Um, but yeah. Um, so Justin. Yeah. Uh, stated that hey, first and foremost, hey, you know, I didn't know what this tattoo meant. Of course, I'm you I'm gonna get it Justin. covered up. Uh, I'm sorry, you know, like when I first got this tattoo, it meant one thing. I, I hate to see it's evolved into something else. Don't worry, I'm gonna cover it up. I'm gonna get rid of it. Shit always be evolving into something else for white people. Listen, listen. They, first and foremost, let me just say this. First, I'm, like, I'm gonna give I'm gonna like give Justin the benefit of the doubt, only because I've heard. Countless stories of people who have gotten tattoos. W- number one, thinking that it meant one thing and it meant something else. Number two, knowing what it meant, but it came out the wrong way. Like the like they want to get like Chinese character caricatures, writing out peace and kindness. Yeah, we know. that. up reading out, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So, on the surface level, I want to give them that benefit of the doubt hey, you know what, maybe he got this tattoo at a time, he saw one of his boys rocking it, and his boys bagging all the bitches, like, yo, I want to back some bitches too, and they love his tattoos, I'm getting the same fucking tattoo, and I'm rocking that shit. He didn't think he was going to be going to the NFL when he was 16 or 16 when he got that shit, you know? But, but maybe he did, and perhaps I'm wrong. Maybe he's a bigot. What I'm saying is, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt Showing after seeing how contrite he's been in ter- in terms of saying I'm gonna get it removed, it, it, I um, didn't think it met this etc cetera, etc. Cetera. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm not giving
0: him shit. Got you. I'm not giving him a fucking thing, <laughs> because number one, number one, mm-hmm. you you're responsible for what the fuck you put on your absolutely. body. Absolutely, absolutely. You're responsible absolutely. for the symbolism for this, that, and the third. Um, number two. He, at first, he said he was gonna cover it up. Mm-hmm. He was gonna cover it up, mm-hmm. N- and no one, of course. And I'm gonna get into how this whole shit was handled too, mm-hmm. um, and how and how these news outlets try to like brush the shit under the rug in the way that they handled it. Mm-hmm. They. Um, the headline was, Oh, New England, New England um draft pick, um, controversial tattoo. What the fuck is controver- like controversial tattoo or this a no no news outlet wanted to dead dead center, say, this white nationalist group mm. tattoo mm-hmm. or anything that had to do with racism. That's how they they constantly like placate shit. They like to dance yep. around yep. those those they like to dance around that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's like and on top of that, when the when the when the when it, it was found out that this like that that, that this tattoo had racist white nationalist undertones, mm-hmm. and they and whoever asked him the question was like, um, and he and he was allowed to just answer, I'm gonna cover it up. And they didn't ask, like, what do you mean cover it up? Like mm-hmm. cover it up with an armband mm-hmm. when you play,
1: mm-hmm. cover it up with another tattoo, mm-hmm. have it rem- like I think it's a they, cover cover it up with something that brings more clarification. Fuck these niggas. Right, exactly.
0: <laughs> you know, and and, and it's like it's one of those things, and especially, and, and I, and I want to tear down a lot of people when it comes to this, but, mm-hmm. um, just to, just to pivot real quick on the NFL, like we've seen the NFL sit up here and ask black men these team, these team, um, um, investigators and said when they mm-hmm. investigate draft picks and all this other mm-hmm. shit, we've asked, we've, we've heard stories of, 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 um, these teams asking players about their sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. seen them ask about we've even seen as as a story like when des bryant was drafted they asked him if his mother was a prostitute yes yes and so you mean to tell me none of y'all saw this this tattoo on homie who's played for um before he went to marshall he played at uri so you know what i mean like he's been to other colleges and stuff like that and you never stopped to ask what the fuck that tattoo meant or you have people in your in your organization, there's all these teams that evaluated him, no one stopped and was like, and it's not like it's a it's a collage of mad tattoos yeah. like a sleeve. It's very apparent on mm-hmm. his arm, mm-hmm. on near his elbow. It's right there. And and like and and going back to him, like I said, you're responsible for the things that you put on your body. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, saying that I'm just gonna have it covered up or saying that that is not enough. That is not enough. If I had a swastika on my body somewhere, mm-hmm. just saying I'm gonna have it removed is not enough. It's not enough for me, and I'm sure it wouldn't be en- a- enough for Jewish people.
1: Are you suggesting I, I'm you sure, I'm to sure Robert, some sensitivity training? Check.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Shit. If if Robert Kraft, isn't Robert Kraft Jewish? Yes, he is. Like, I'm, sh- I'm sure shit, if he had a swastika or any anti-Semitic type shit on his body, he would have, he, and that's another thing, he would have, he would have known to have that shit covered. But you know what, though? But he knew that at the end of the day, what this, what this, he felt protected by that tattoo. He he thought that at the end of the day, the world that I'm entering into isn't going to shun me for having this tattoo, mm-hmm. But he would know if he had any type of anti-Semitic type of thing on him. He would he would be fine. But I mean, so he, wouldn't, play, he that, wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't be fine. That tattoo is anti-Semitic as well. Exactly.
1: Shock, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, but it's like, and it and it's like you can have it removed, but that doesn't that doesn't show me that you have any real contrition. No, you're gonna have it removed because the job that you want that could potentially make you millions. Mm-hmm it's going to be compromised by you having this mm-hmm. and then you're 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 able to just go and live your life as a racist um white nationalist under the table
1: or at the very Quietly. least, or at the very, very least, someone who's completely insensitive to how racist white nationals move out here in these streets. Right. With their insignias, with their tattoos, with their speeches. And and also, when you when you check his Twitter account, you see some of the stuff that yeah, he and, likes. Yeah, and he exactly. Really and that's a, Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it really does play into, into me not giving him the benefit of the doubt, you know. But for the sake of argument, I'll, I'll give it to him. However... I will be pleasantly. These are one of those times where I'm giving somebody the benefit benefit of the doubt, and I'm sure I'll be wrong about it.
0: I'm gonna I'm tell you this right now. The only thing that gives me a shred of wanting to give him the benefit of the doubt is because he's gonna have a fucking Patriots jersey on in September. Mm. If he was for any other fucking team, I wouldn't like. Not that I am thinking twice about it, but I wouldn't at all. Yeah. You yeah. know, like I don't want like. And you and, and that's the fucked up thing about sports, right? And this is a this is the baseline is a, it's a sports podcast. But we of course we're gonna branch off and talk about anything that mm-hmm. that touches it, right? Mm-hmm. Um is that that disconnect, right? Being able to dis- disconnect the player from your team or the player's political um um views and all this other shit from your team. Because we want to support the Patriots. Mm-hmm. We're from here, we love the Patriots, but And it's like, of course, I remember, like, there was a point where, like, yo, I don't even, I don't want to know their political backings. I don't want to know shit about that. Because it does, because it does ruin sports. It It does, does, it fucks with you, Mm -hmm. you know? And especially Mm -hmm. if you're an NFL fan, where you got, when you have a a huge... Shout
1: out to Nick Bosa.
0: Yeah, shout out to Maga Bosa. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah, um, when you have him out here, um, when we're we're NFL fans and shit like that, and a big, a big... um, population of the players and and of and the fans are, are white versus yeah. versus the NBA where most of the players are black. Yeah. So you already know where they're politically leaning. Mm-hmm. So you never really have to ask those questions. But when you but even or even even though yes most of the percentage of players are NFL are black too, but mm-hmm. most of the guys that are in positions of leadership are yeah. white. Yeah. Like that's why it, it matters what your quarterback thinks about Trump. Exactly. And and that's whole shit with, you know, that shit with Tom Brady, that shit bothered me. Yeah. You know, well? I know he he tried to you know pivot. He didn't. I know he tried to pivot away from it. And his mm-hmm. wife said like, "No, we didn't vote for him." And he mm-hmm. just says, "Oh, that's just my friend." And mm-hmm. I don't know if you voted for him. But at the end of the day, my nigga, you didn't pivot further. You didn't pivot far and fast enough.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: For me, for that shit, not to bother me. Yeah. Um, you can stop.
1: And let me. Yeah, that shit. Yeah. Should bother so man. It, yeah, Very it's it's, it's
0: uncomfortable. I remember the first player that ever that that ever hit me. What was what was Wes Welker? Yeah, you know, and yeah. I'm like am like 20, mm-hmm. and I find out it's like, yo, this nigga like be donating to Republicans. This yeah. nigga, be, and this isn't this is before Trump.
1: Yeah,
0: and that shit yeah. bothered me. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, what that nigga? He, he, he donated to like to to McCain. Mm-hmm. Like what? You know what I mean? And but it's like, whatever, whatever. I'm trying to I'm trying not to pay attention to it. But it's like that shit bothers me. So it's like to know it's one thing to be a Republican. I could I could, you know, separate myself mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. It's a whole other thing to like to sit up here and have that type of that type of tattoo, that type of like trying to represent that shit. Cause I'm a person like I don't take that shit lightly. I don't have any tattoos. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't—and I know in, uh, for a lot of people, having a tattoo is nothing. People throw on tattoos that they fucking regret, have mm-hmm. them covered up, this, that, and the third, whatever. And I understand I don't belong in that culture, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to understand it. I won't understand it the same way. But coming from where I come from, I don't take that type of shit lightly. You, mm-hmm. t- you sat there, had it designed out, sat there in a the chair, paid money, and this, and this dude transferred ink onto your body through a needle. You need to think about what you're putting on your body so and what that represents. And when somebody asks, so I asked you, so when somebody asks, you, when a teammate asks, you, what does that what does that mean on your arm? What's that 3% mean on your arm? Or those three, you know what I mean? What's that sign mean? And what is your answer for that? And he had an answer for that. He had a, a probably an answer that he would say with his chest mm-hmm. before that. But now, stands for freedom. yeah, now that money's on the line, now it's like, I'm going to have it covered man. I mean this is just, this isn't what I what I stand for. And you know like like you like you said on Twitter like the Twitter investigators did their investigations mm-hmm. and the they Twitter saw the Twitter mob did all the investigations not with they're not they are not. To not. Be with they, yo during the draft they found they found CD Lamb's girlfriend's Instagram quick. They found you know what I mean? They found, with the quickness, boy, they found her. They put it together that she dated Trey Young. All this other shit It was a beautiful thing, man. Dug, it was a
1: beautiful thing,
0: Doug. Sick, sick Twitter on it, boy. You know what I mean? The FBI got to hire these kids, but you know they did. They they did their investigations and they see all the all the tweets he liked, the anti Colin Kaepernick shit, yeah. the, shit mm-hmm. the anti Obama shit, the anti like all. And, and, and it's one thing, like it's one thing to like that's your political stance whatever the fuck you know what i mean mm-hmm. um it's one thing to have a political stance of a, 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 a right wing political stance i can't i'm not gonna not draft you because you're a republican i'm mm-hmm. not gonna night i'm not gonna not draft you i'm not gonna say you don't you shouldn't earn money with my team yeah but if you're gonna tattoo on yourself it's one thing to strong even belong statement. to, to a belong very strong if you're gonna take it to a point where you get the ink put on yeah know what i mean right up and it's like, and then you saw the responses from the like on that site people put up like oh when like when the when the statement came out that he was going to remove it um how people were commenting like like oh he's a poser da 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 the people that that belong to that group
1: that about that life
0: that about that about life about that life coming at him now mm-hmm. because they know what it is mm-hmm. cuz he's right there with them mm-hmm. you know what I mean and, and and like I said don't take i mean not like I said but don't take our work for it do your own research on the 3%ers mm-hmm. do your own research mm-hmm. Don't take our word for it, and and see how you feel, mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, I'm conf- I'm gonna be conflicted when that dude goes under, um, when, when he's at the line going for a thirty yard field goal or some shit like that, you know, and and a lot in we're we're ushering in a new t- a new time in the the Patriots franchise, yeah. and it's like I don't want to start off. On on this on this foot, like yeah. I just don't. Well, no, this foot, no pun intended. Yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm trying to like I, I want us to sign Cam Newton. We're gonna have the new jerseys up in there. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I don't wanna see this dude like when the game on the line, Rosh, I can whatever the fuck his name is comes that's up right. and that's all I can think about. Yeah. And I kinda want him to miss the kick and miss enough kicks so Bill can cut his ass. Yeah. That's not how I want to feel. But I oh, don't
1: know. I oh, don't know, man. Um I know we should just need to practice forgiveness, Chuck. Open up our hearts <laughs> and forgive. What was the forgiveness for Colin Kaepernick? <laughs> well, Chuck, he took a knee and he disrespected the flag. Yeah, man, you're right. He took the knee and he disrespected the flag. Yeah. You know, you cannot disrespect the flag in America. You cannot. Yeah. Not under any circumstances. You know. You just can't do it. America will not stand for it. America will not have it. You disrespect the flag, you disrespect our soldiers who fight for our freedom.
0: Oh, the soldiers that gotta pay for for them to advertise for the army during the NFL games? These these facts you keep bringing into
1: our discussions, right. man. This, yeah, yeah, this yeah. isn't good. My this fault, my good. fault, my fault, my fault. Just put your hand over your heart. Right. Sing the Pledge of Allegiance. Do they say the Pledge of Allegiance? What was, was it the National uh, Anthem? The Nas- sing the National Anthem and just block out those silly facts like the like the just block out those silly facts how the US government pays for those for them to even sing the national anthem for them to even roll out the flags for them to even have the soldiers out there salute our soldiers I mean you you didn't think the NFL was doing that out of the kindness of the heart the NFL was securing the bag and that's it and no league is
0: better (laughs) All right. so is that it is there anything else that we that we wanted to go
1: over be safe out there be kind to each other yeah man be safe wear your mask stay in your fucking house Be kind, and that's it, man. That's it. That's it. Peace. Peace.